This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Colossians. that I'm making up in my flesh that which is lacking in the afflictions of Christ for the body. It wasn't all about Him. It's not all about me. It's not all about you. But in this oneness that He wants us to enjoy, we're supposed to benefit from each other. I'm supposed to learn from the things you go through. You're supposed to learn from the things I go through. But I also, please, don't miss the fact that we're not called to go through them alone or in our own strength. In today's message from Colossians chapter 1, Pastor Robert teaches us that when trials come into our lives, we are not meant to endure them alone. The Holy Spirit ministers to us and strengthens us in our time of need. In addition, the body of Christ is called to come along those that are hurting to lift them up. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with part five of today's message in Colossians chapter one, verses 24 through 28. His love is the man. You understand? You can't, it's not something you can work your way up to. But one day he's gonna finish what he started, and you're gonna be made one with him. For all eternity. That's why we're called the bride of Christ. He's painting for us a picture, trying to give us glimpses into the glory that await us as his children, his bride. I believe it's going to happen one day soon. In Ephesians 5, the Bible gives us a little bit of a glimpse. You know, in Ephesians 5.25, it says, husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word. Listen, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy without blemish. Do you understand? that on that day when you face him, you're going to be glorious? I don't know about you, but I, generally speaking, I, I don't feel all that glorious. But one day, when he's finished, you're going to be glorious. You're going to be absolutely glorious in your perfection, having been completed by your creator. That which he designed you for you're actually going to be ready for. You're going to be finished. You're going to be glorious. In Ephesians 3.3, we're told how that by revelation he made known to Paul the mystery 
which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men as it has now been revealed by the Spirit to his holy apostles and prophets, that the, the Gentiles should be fellow heirs of the same body, partakers of his promise in Christ through the gospel, of which he says, I became a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given to me by the effective working of his power. Now, why am I reading that? Well, because he's, he, he's reminding us back in Colossians again, how this all happens, the very end of it. He says, to this end I also labor, striving according to his working, which works in me mightily. What was it he's working at? Well, he's working at communicating to all of those who don't know this mystery, this incredible, wonderful mystery of what awaits those who trust Jesus, who look to him. The glory, the completion, the fulfillment, Christ in you. He tells us, you know, in, in Acts 1.8, Jesus made us a promise. He said, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria to the end of the earth. And that was Paul's reality. That was his life. Do you understand? That's where he lived empowered by the God of the universe, empowered by the Holy Spirit to go and be a witness everywhere he went to talk to people about this mystery, Christ in you, the hope of glory, the, the fact that, that there's more than, than just what you can see and hear and feel and smell and taste. There's more than that. That was Paul's reality. Is it ours? Have you been empowered to follow him and to represent him? See, the reason that I bring this up is, is, again, the hardships that we go through, the trials and the difficulties, he makes it clear here. He says, I rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up in my flesh what is lacking in the afflictions of Christ for the sake of his body, which is the church of which I became a minister, according to the stewardship. But he, he goes on, and then at, at the end of it, him we preach, warning every man, teaching every man, that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. Now, is that an achievable goal, that we would present every man perfect and holy? No. Some are going to say, no, thank you. Some are going to say, no, thank you. But should that stop us from offering to every man the opportunity to be made perfect? No. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. You and I have been set apart by our Creator to serve as His messengers. How do I know that? He wrote it in the book. That you and I are to be messengers of reconciliation. We're supposed to be going just like Paul did with this mystery. As we go through the hardships, as we go through the trials and the difficulties, you and I are to remember that they're not just for us. It's not just intended to strengthen me. But it's also for the benefit of the body. It's also to benefit other people. Paul said, I'm making up in my flesh that which is lacking in the afflictions of Christ for the body. It wasn't all about him. It's not all about me. It's not all about you. But in this oneness that he wants us to enjoy, we're supposed to benefit from each other. I'm supposed to learn from the things you go through. You're supposed to learn from the things I go through. 
But I also, please, don't miss the fact that we're not called to go through them alone or in our own strength. Empowered by the Holy Spirit. You know, let me, and I don't know if this is going to make sense to anybody because it's one of those, it's one of those very personal things that, that came home to me that, that I, I've, I've learned over the years. They don't, they don't always translate. But I realized a few years ago that if I want to be spiritually strong, if I really want to be spiritually stronger than I am, I have to walk through some fire to get there. I have to. There's no other way. And the bigger the fire, bigger the fire, the bigger the grace. Do you understand that? The more fire I face, the more of God I enjoy. Because the more of himself he imparts, the more more power he imparts to be able to endure the suffering. That's why when we read the story of Stephen, we see a man in utter ecstasy as he died, being stoned to death. All he could see was heaven opened. All he could talk about was what he saw, not what he felt. So we think we would have been all screaming in agony. Please stop hitting me. Please stop. Please stop. I'll say anything you want to say. All Stephen could say is, wow, look at that. He was oblivious, apparently, to the pain that he was surely feeling as they stoned him to death. No, no, no. The bigger the fire, the bigger the grace. The more fire you have to go through, the more of God you get to enjoy. Jesus said in Luke eleven nine. 9, So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you'll find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. And he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks it will be opened. If a son asks for bread from any father among you, will he give him a stone? If he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? So if you have the courage, ask him. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are so excited. God has been doing some amazing things with Main Thing Radio. Opportunities to air Main Thing Radio are popping up all over the United States. We are so thankful to God for what He is doing. And we would love to see Main Thing Radio continue to expand, sharing the gospel, teaching God's word all over the world. But of course, bringing you Main Thing Radio on this station comes at a cost. We purchase time on this radio station and this program has been professionally produced. While we certainly don't want to pressure anyone into giving, we would like to ask you to prayerfully consider supporting Main Thing Radio. Your support will open up more doors for Main Thing Radio. To make a secure donation, please log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. 
Now here's Tracy with some more information about the Main Thing Radio podcast. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days with blinding speed. Those in-between moments are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Join us next time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.